Welcome back to Something Private, a podcast for Southeast Asian women by Southeast Asian women, exploring conversations around health, the self, community and love. My name is Nicole and I am your producer and host. Hi guys, thanks for joining me on the show today. So it's not often we get um, two influencers on our show, so we're very nice. happy to have you both here. <laughs> Let's start off with a bit of an introduction. So my name is Belle. Uh, people know me better as Belly Willy Jelly. And I am a creator in this digital space, as well as the founder of Kai. My name is Matilda, I'm a content creator as well. I do a 9 to 5 and I have a small cheese board and sangria business on the side. You are hustle. <laughs> <laughs> very stressed, but stress. Cool. Um, I don't leave for today. <laughs> Very touch, very touch. I'm very thankful to have you both here. Before we start off with today's episode, I'd like to give a big shout out to IMDA for teaming up with us for three episodes on digital wellness as part of their Digital for Life campaign. What does digital wellness mean? How can we practice good online habits, ensure cyber safety, and reduce our risks to online harms? The Digital for Life movement aims to enable the community and citizens of all ages to embrace digital learning as a lifelong pursuit. With digital as a new way of life, we need to know what to do and how to take care of our digital wellness. We can make the internet a better, safer and kinder place for everyone. To find out more, visit go.gov.sg forward slash digital wellness. The topic that we are talking about today is specifically on online harassment and cyberbullying. And I think the reason why we got both of you down um, is because I think you're both not strangers to this. Um, both of you have experienced it in your personal journey as content yeah. creators online, right? Living in the digital space as well. So I think for Belle, um, you've personally had like your private videos being shared. Um, and then for, for you, Matilda, it's a situation where I think people were harassing you for your size and your parenting yeah. online. Facing like harassment and like cyberbullying online is something that is sadly not like unfamiliar for a lot of us. So I think what we're going to do is have a conversation a bit about like some of your experiences online and then how you manage your mental health and, right. and respond to these like harassments. I think for me, um, as a content creator, you know, being launched into the space of both Instagram, TikTok and now YouTube, mm. um, we get a fair amount of comments, you know, I think for me, maybe it's like the size and appearance, but um, a lot of them, you know, they go from very minimal ones, like using words like um, FAT, fat, mm. um, from, you know, saying like, oh, you look so different from five years ago. Mm. You know, these kind of backhanded compliments or like, bestie, this look ain't it. Mm. Um, these kind of things happen very often. But of course, there's like a spectrum, right? We look at the minimal comments and then we look at the ones that, you know, accuse me of like having a medical disease called thyroid mm. or, you know, even personally attacking my relationships, um, you know, even digging into where my parents stay, things like that. I'm so sorry to hear that. I feel a bit angry. <laughs> no, my God, I'm also angry, but I don't say it. Okay, yeah. But um, for me, I guess it's more targeted to just making me feel ashamed, you know? So it could be just certain words like, I saw you, or like, um, uh, you are such a slut, you are like a whore, you are all these um, very derogatory comments, mm. um, then it can be um, at the other spectrum where they will reach out to my clients, mm. they will reach out to people that I know, that I work with, my family, um, just to say like, oh, how are you friends are proud of her? Or how are you like um, okay with how she's like as a person? Mm. And I guess across the years, um, it does hurt. Mm. But I think with good support, you know, um, you really like, um, you feel better mm. and you feel more supported. 
cyberbullying and online harassment can be quite a, like like you said just now right a broad spectrum right it could be just a nasty comment like oh yeah. you're ugly to like really like to DM you is like you are a like blah 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 like a targeted insult right so I'm wondering for you guys like what are some of the really like bad things that have happened and then also how often do you guys get these types of harassments there was like a 20 plus page um, help his own forum on me and girl like when I spoke <laughs> and I was like hello um, who is saying I have thyroid here <laughs> did you find it or like someone sent it to me and I was just like oh th- this is happening and then um, we found out so many others under my name so literally just google like my name and how is own yeah. a couple of them came up and in that time um, honestly in that like split second of panic I just told my boyfriend okay let's pretend we're a management team and say we're a management team of me and then take it down from there mm. um, so when that happened like we realised that there was like a flaw in the system it was actually just them sharing like photos from my Instagram um, talking about my weight and how I've changed within the past five years meaning like my weight gain and then, you know, they were speculating, like, different things. There were a lot of hurtful words being said. Um, a lot of really funny, like, terms like sinky boo or dino boo. I believe, actually, none of them really hurt me until I saw one that talked about me having, like, a medical disease called thyroid. I honestly turned to my partner at that point. I was like, okay, babe, do you think I really have thyroid? Like, mm. can you explain what is thyroid? And, like, do you think I have it? Should I get myself checked out? Mm. You know, this gave, they, this gave me, like, huge, immense, immense uh, anxiety because... I'm always a bit afraid of like getting sick, mm. you know, falling sick, especially mm. you know these times of COVID. Yeah, um, and thyroid is a hormonal mm. disease, yeah. Though, right? Yeah, yeah, that causes you to gain weight, mm. I think, really quickly. So I would spend time during my office hours, you know, considering looking through, scrolling through these comments, uh, it just didn't sit right with me. Mm. And there was actually nothing much I could do aside from email the How Is On forum people to take it down mm. and say that you know. There was clear doxing here. Um, they were sharing, you know, things like my old house at my parents' place. Mm. They were trying to dig into my parents' um, occupations as well. So that was the part that I didn't really sit right at that point. It felt too invasive. Did they mm. manage to take it down? They managed to take it down uh, because mm. there was proof that I was actually being doxed at that point. Okay. Dox meaning like harassed with the information. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for me, it's also the same. But it was more uh, tailored, like skewed towards mm. our you don't deserve to be alive. Um, I is she dead yet? You know, I think that's the 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 most extreme part of it. Yeah. Um, there were so many different like like threats about like oh you know I think she should kill herself. Maybe you give her a few days. On her, where um, is yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, it didn't really feel that great. Mm. Uh, but now given that it's so many years ago, I think the best thing that I did was actually to not stay on the platform mm. right. so just you know spend time with family try your best to detach yourself mm. um, and I think that really greatly helped my mental health because the more you consume the more it'll stay in your brain yep. and the more it'll replay across the years and you'll never stop mm. um, yeah and I I strongly urge if you know anybody who's saying such comments to just call them out because it's not kind mm. you know and especially in this day and age when you see it on Instagram I just saw it on Instagram not of me but towards someone else yesterday mm. and I just felt this like like stinging in my heart that this is not nice like why would you say things like that to someone who's already going through something that's you know really stressful in her life already I'm wondering if yeah. you can share like how did you feel after like well, seeing the forum yeah I mean anger Really, anger and anxiety because of the medical issue, right? I really doubted myself at that point. I was thinking like, oh my god, is there really something wrong with me? Mm. So I started to look inwards. I mean, because you can't blame other people. They, don't, they see things that I don't. Mm. You know, they observe things that I obviously don't see myself mm. um, from day to day. So 
right after that, I think I actually tried to get myself checked out and like, you know, <laughs> see like, hey, you know, there's something wrong with me, but everything's clear, everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, ah, okay lah, mm-hmm. nothing much. And then I decided one day as well, I talked to my mom about it and she's like a huge um, 21st century woman, right? She's just like, girl, this one all background noise leh. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> queen. you know what I mean? That's queen, like queen right there. So when she reminded me of that, um, she reminded me that also that, you know, my voice is what matters. How mm. I react and how I respond to it is what matters. Not really much of what they say. Mm. For me personally, like, because I'm a nobody, right? So like, <laughs> if somebody harasses me online, it's it's it, easy for me to to identify this person and then tell them like, hey, like, back off. But then for mm. you guys, from your experiences that you've shared, it seems like it's many people, you know, right. there's no just one face that is doing this. So I guess the question is like, how do y'all respond to it? And like, yeah, it, it, how do you manage it? Um, I think for forums like Hardware Zone, they are actually regulated in the way they take doxing cases very seriously in harassment. Mm. So if you have proof of it, always just write into the admin to take it down. Mm. And usually they will take it down. Unless they find, okay, there's no issue here, there is no harassment here, then they won't take it down. Mm. You know, it's up to public opinion then. Mm. Um, in terms of pers- um, personal accounts that you mentioned, right, I usually won't pursue most of them. Block and delete is like my favorite two things to do. Um, if you're not giving me feedback that is, you know, constructive, constructive. I'm not listening to you. If you're just going to comment on my appearance, well, I also know that too. Mm. You know, it's things that you're telling me things that I'm already self-aware of. Mm. So it doesn't help me to grow my own development and to be a better content creator for you. Mm. So in that case, um, you don't serve me, you're out. Aside from that, I think the only one that I would really call out is people of power and authority or, you know, Sometimes even businesses whom I've worked with before, you know, call out for accountability, call out for, you know, actions, yeah, for your words mm. and everything. Mm. Yeah. I think for me, it's pretty simple. Like what she says, just mm. two things, block and delete. Mm. Yeah. Um, another thing I would do, uh, especially, you know, if you guys like, want to take care of yourself, you can actually block certain words mm. yes. on all the different platforms, on TikTok, on Instagram, you can mm. even block emojis. So if you know that you have a trigger word, for example, like... Um, like ugly, you know, or if you have a trigger word like acne. So these are words that you can actually block from your comment section and also from messages to you. Mm-hmm. And you know that that way you can actually protect yourself yep. and better care for your mental health, knowing that these words will not trigger you anymore. Mm-hmm. So they won't be able to leave comments um, if the I word is inside. See. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. So like, if I wanted to comment like ugly, they'll be like, sorry, your comment is like... Like cannot, it cannot go through. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay, okay, That is okay, fantastic. Okay. Because mm. for TikTok, right, yeah. you actually have the choice to approve or delete the comment. So mm. when that comment comes up, like let's say if you want to use ugly, right? It was oh, actually, so if you blocked the word already? Yeah, so okay. they blocked it first. But then oh, you, so you have still... the power to choose whether you want to approve or delete. So you still see it. You still it see la. it. La. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Everybody's on TikTok now. It's so fast and easy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, It seems like more people are hiding behind like an anonymous account and yes. really just like speedballing like really rude things and it's yeah. not just you guys it's like anybody right. online mm. that is on TikTok if they do something that's maybe like marginally like a bit like off mm. then they get oh you like they're disgusting or right. like that's not it sis you know that, yeah. that's what they love to say yeah. right so I'm wondering like what are some of the experiences y'all have had and like how do y'all manage TikTok why y'all still want to do TikTok then I guess on TikTok, there's a lot of hate, right? Because mm. people are hiding behind, like, you know, their usernames. But there are also these night in shining... Night yeah. in shining armor. Night in shining armor. That they'll be, like, scooting back, yeah. learn to do with the bullies, and then there'll be a whole fight in the comment section. And when you yeah. look at it, it's actually quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, but, it, like I said before, you know, it gives me a lot of... Um, confidence in mm. where our digital space is going mm. because there are people actually looking out for such cases mm. and actually taking the step to stand up 
you know, against the bullies. Against, yeah. Mine really um, appears a lot in comments, right? So a lot of them will be saying very, very, you know, like, very backhanded compliments or, you know, uh, things that commenting on appearance again. So it's only up to recently I realised that there was this function where you can block out words. So I, you know, I don't do, I don't really see much of them anymore. However, I used to fight with them all the time as well. I was <laughs> one of the people who commented and fight, you know, with my own comments. Um, I was so saying, you're the one defending yourself. <laughs> I'm the one defending myself. <laughs> Bro, you gotta be your own knight shining <laughs> I am the content creator. I'm the knight shining armor. I'm the producer. I'm the writer. I'm the... <laughs> she can do it all. She can do it all. I'm Mark Jacobs by Mark Jacobs by Mark Jacobs. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I would say things like, you know, your mother. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm so sorry, but I just, oh my god, I, I stooped to the level. I'm so sorry. I'm so guilty of this. Um, and of course, I realized after a while, okay, fine, fine. That was really childish of me. Mm. Um, so I actually did like a three part a three part series. Wait, sorry, of, I just want to add. So yeah. you said your mother, right? Then like, yeah, they got nothing it? to say. They yeah. got nothing to say. <laughs> They got nothing to say. So you mean like your mother, then they like, dum, dum. that's it, like, like ah, surrender. That's it. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, or then, or they like go on fuel it and it just doesn't make sense with it. Yeah, yeah. At some yeah. point, it's just like, eh, okay, you know what? It's fine. Yeah. Like, I, I got what I want. Mm, 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 mm. Um, so yeah, and then I realised that, you know, that's not me, you know, I, I'm not really like this in real life. I don't want people, you know, seeing me for the first time, see that I'm this kind of person. Mm. I'm not really, I mean, I will stand up for myself, but this wasn't the right way to do it. Mm. In my own view. So I went to do a three-part series, you know, talking about um, standing up for myself and, you know, giving them three scenarios as well, telling them like, okay, I know what you, I know what you think I am. You know, you think I'm a pick-me girl. I didn't like mean for myself to seem like a pick-me girl, but I was really just trying to defend my own self. Mm. And, you know, I made it clear that whatever you're saying, um, I really am aware of. I'm very self-aware as a person. I know I have gained weight over the past five years. You don't have to reiterate it to mm. me um, yeah and then you know this in that case like silences them it just takes away their power because I've said it all myself I've even called mm. myself out I've said I'm toxic and mm. I, I recognise that mm. and I'm accountable for my own actions what about you guys mm. you know I throw it right back to them mm. yeah. I'm curious to know because I think like a lot of times like when you face online harassment or like cyberbullying right mm. it's a very emotional like kind yeah. of um Thing. It's like it, it feels like a personal attack and I think like for us for, just to share like on our platforms also like mm. we mostly get like harassment on like YouTube because I think that same people can like anonymously comment right so there was one episode that we did that was uh, talking about like subtle forms of harassment that women face okay. and then some people came to call us like this term called GCP which means like golden cheese pie which means that yeah. we are like materialistic women but it's very like unwarranted also because like it's a situation where it's like Huh? like we're talking about us being harassed so I don't know what's the like relevance there and right. I think when I when I when I saw that comment it felt very unjust and mm. I immediately wanted to be like I don't know what the hell you're talking about and like mm. go on the offense like, ah, yeah. but I think my question is for the two of y'all y'all seem to approach it quite differently I would say that like Belle you're quite mm. um just sweet okay I think we were doing a lot more like aggressive sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was more like her you know? <laughs> I'm wondering why y'all have like how how do y'all decide that you know this is the approach that I want to take oh. with like managing like harassment yeah and then maybe like some thoughts on like how we can like manage like when we face this kind of comments online yeah because mm. it's tough right it's like difficult to be like just don't see it like just don't go and like acknowledge Engage, it but like sometimes it's just like wow at the back of your mind and you're like 
thinking about it non-stop. So, yeah. Mm. I think in our line of work, um, mm. we are very self-aware and also mm. we are very mindful yeah. and we try to put ourselves in like their shoes. So, the mindset that I, I, I have is that they are already out to misunderstand me. Mm. Whatever I say, it's just not going to make sense to them. They are not going to like me. They are not going to be kind to me. So why do I want to retaliate? Mm. Because mm. I'm just giving them more of my time. Mm. I can spend this time taking better care of myself because if it already hurts me, then how do I make sure that I am able to just put it behind and move on? you know, and not let it, like, uh, scar me too much. Mm. So I think that's my kind of approach. Yeah. Sometimes I mm. wish that, you know, I could, like... There, there are points where I really want to type and scold back. Mm. Then I look at my sentences, I'm like, mm, this not, there's no punchline. Then oh. I'm like, okay, never mind, forget it. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like I'll text Matilda. Yeah, 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 tell you, okay. Can you help me back first? Is the answer okay? <laughs> How to sound stronger? How to sound more aggressive? <laughs> Funny oh that. Gosh. Okay, yeah. I think for me, like I, I don't think I'm a very offensive person, lah. <laughs> you are not lah. You are not lah. Let me call it witty. witty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, based on like um our responses, right? Whatever they can use, they can use against us. So mm. I make sure that I stand on a line of logic. Mm. I make sure I don't say anything that is untruthful mm. um, that puts anyone in harm's way mm. I make sure that everything I say is just very logical and like hey come on let's be real like you want to look in words first you know mm. what I mean <laughs> before you comment um, so it's not really like more of offensive more of like I pick my fights and I pick who is kind of like deserving of my time like you know she mentioned how in the time where if she's responding like she can, you know, instead of responding, she can use it to like take better care of herself. For me, it's more of like, I will see through mm. and I will see like, okay, if this person, you know, you're a person of power or you're someone that I worked with before and you're saying these kind of things, let me clarify the situation with you then. Mm. I wouldn't say I would fight back. It's more of like clarifying your thoughts and like how else can I improve? Mm. Yeah, so I use it as like a building block, I mm. guess, to mm. be a better content creator, to be a better, I don't know, influencer. Let's say, yeah. We're taking a short break. Something Private is a podcast produced under local media publisher, Our Grandfather Story. This episode was made in collaboration with our friends at IMDA to talk about online harms and taking care of our digital wellness. Check out go.gov.sg forward slash digital wellness to find out more. Now back to the episode. So um, a situation that happened to me quite recently this year was that a uh, particular user on Instagram DM'd me replying to my story. In that comment, he said, all I see is jelly shaking. So, I mean, jelly in this case would probably be me, right? I went to see his uh, profile. You know, he tagged a cookie business that I collaborated with previously and it deeply hurt me. I'm not going to lie. Coming from a brand that I've collaborated with before, you know, one of your employees mentioned, you know, like all these kind of, how to say, like very hurtful words. Yeah. And, you know, I immediately went to the manager. I went to the cookie business and I said like, hey, um, does he have any like relation to you guys? I told her, I told the lady like, hey, this makes me very upset because he said this and like, can I know what was the reason why? Mm. And then because I didn't want to approach him because I already knew that he got caught and he unsent it, right? He unsent the whole thing and he said that his friend sent the message. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we both know where this comes from. I mean, which 20 plus year old man actually gives their phone to anyone else, right? Mm. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, the... Story doesn't make sense. So I asked her, I told her, you know, the story doesn't really make sense. Like, will you hold him accountable? Mm. And she said that, oh, I'm so sorry on his behalf and everything. He's just an accountant. He doesn't know about our influencer marketing stuff. And I was just thinking in my head, well, then let's talk about accountability. I mean, as a company or as a small business, like, 
you guys should be aligned, right? In terms of your moral principles, how you want to conduct business. And is this how you guys talk to talk about other influencers as well? Be it behind their back. I mean, mm. then why then what was the point of collaborating with me if you didn't really like my story or what yeah. or if you didn't really, you know, feel like we were aligned? Yeah. Why, why would you want to collaborate with me then? Yeah. If this was, you know, uh going on in the background. You know, he actually did give me an apology in the end. Mm. But I could feel that he was hiding behind that PR shell, meaning like hiding behind that business account. It and was an apology for the sake of it, lah. For the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah. And to make things like seem okay. Mm. And then I told her, like, is it okay if I share like this story uh, on my stories, you know? And she mm. said, Oh, um, but you'll bring down our business. Then I said, Oh no, no, as in I won't publicize your name. And you know, like the concern shifted, you know, it was like, oh, but then it'll hurt our business. Yeah. Whereas for me it was Should like, I thought about that. Yeah, whereas for me, it was more of like intention of sharing to my audience that, hey, you should call for accountability where it is possible, you know? And if you know who is the person behind it. And then I said, okay, I won't post your name. I mean, the point is that I wasn't going to post anyone's name as well. Mm. It was really just to drive the story of accountability and hiding behind a PR shell doesn't really help. Mm. And a business should take accountability for everyone. Mm. And everyone should be saying the same story you get mm. coming from in terms of how they view influencers or how they even conduct their business. So that was basically the conclusion. Um, both said, both sides said sorry, sorry, and then we moved on. Mm, mm, yeah. mm. You very strong, sis. Yeah, I think if there's girl. one takeaway, it's really like, yeah, pick your battles, but also like, yeah, to follow through. Correct, correct, yeah. correct, correct. Because I think a lot of times, sometimes we just like in, it's it's tiring, lor. You're tiring. just like. Yeah, forget it lah. Like, you just let it like, pass, right? Yeah. But it's like, how many times do you want to let it pass? Like, are they going to do it to other people? You mm. wouldn't know. Are they going to hurt other people? Mm. And maybe the other people that they're going to hurt might be new creators who don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they're clueless. Correct. Or correct. like helpless or whichever. So, correct. Yeah. yeah. I want share one small story before yeah. I move on. Yeah. It's super random, but like, same, same. I think it's like, <laughs> basically there was once I posted like a selfie, then like, right. of me eating something. Then somebody yeah. replied me. It was like a random anonymous person. They just replied me like, Wow, I'm very fat, ah. Then I'm like, then I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so I screenshot that conversation. I upload my stories. Then I'm like, why do you all think this person said this to me? Then the person saw it. Then she's like, oh my god, sorry, like I didn't mean to send it. It was actually meant for my boyfriend. Then oh I'm my like, god, yes, I get that. Oh my god, <laughs> they mean they were gonna send it to their boyfriend. Correct. Oh my goodness, it's like, girl. You know what? <laughs> so what do you do like when you see this kind of thing? You just ignore. No, I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, because sometimes they'll be, um, they'll reply to a story, right? Yeah. I'm like, so ugly. <laughs> uh, no. Sorry, sorry. Don't relax. Like, like, my love, like, love, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny, lor. So, yeah. like, I'm thinking, like, in the, I guess the conclusion, like, in my head, I'm thinking, it's like, you, uh, I don't know, like, it, it, it's on their end to be a bit careful also, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, we are human also, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, at the end of the day, we are somebody's friend, somebody's like sister, yeah, somebody's like doctor. doctor. So like, right. be mindful. Back then, my friend has this saying, these are inside thoughts. Sometimes right. just keep it inside, you don't need to oh, verbalize okay, okay, it. Okay, okay. You know, just keep it inside, it's inside thoughts. You want to tell your friend, maybe you tell like verbally. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. He doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah, if, if you think I'm ugly, then maybe I can tell your friend, but like, <laughs> don't like, like don't send it to you, right? It's yeah, like, very embarrassing. Though. Actually, it looks yeah, very embarrassing. Yeah. I don't really ask her. It's more of like, are, are you right, okay? Really like, do you know how to use Instagram? Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> really, really. Do you know how to use? Like, do you need me to walk you through? <laughs> I guess with, with all the time that you all have been in online spaces, how do you all take care of yourself? And what motivates you all to keep being in these spaces? Because, yeah, it's like so mentally exhausting and emotionally mm. exhausting, right? Yeah. 
like who who are the support systems for you guys? Right. Yeah, for me, it's my best friend and my mm. mom. What about you? I think same also. Like my best friend is my partner, mm. so he'll keep me in check. And he'll be like, okay, no lah, don't think so much. Mm. Like it's really not that big of a big of a deal. Or like my mom also, she'll tell me like, girl, background noise, come on, mm. like let's get back to the, you know, like syllabus and everything. So, yeah, mm. they keep me grounded. For me, mm. you know, with your best friend, right? Any random thought that comes to your mind, you'll just text. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I'm just thinking about this. Oh, I feel hurt because of this. Then most of the time, they'll be like, no lie, you're thinking too much. Or like, you know, just brush it off, you know. Mm. And then and there's this quote, you know, those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is something that resonated very well with me in the last 10 years as well. Mm. But I think your best friend is also yourself mm. across the years. Mm. Learning and understanding how you evolve through the years. So like how I was when I was 25 is very different from how I am now. And what I could with then back then now it's just like wow I feel so uncomfortable looking at all these what I do especially you know taking care of myself in this digital space that I work in for so long is to curate the content that I consume Mm. so back then maybe I was consuming more of like travel content Mm. and like more like influencers now it's entirely like architecture dogs cute dogs you know (laughs) slime accounts Um, oh there's those soap cutting accounts also they are so therapeutic ASMR yes so I think it's things like that <laughs> really helps it. Yeah. I'm like, while you're zen out, right. <laughs> you purposely like, like interact with the content that yes, you like yes, to yes. see. It. Mm. Or then you follow the accounts, then mm. your explore page is also like that. Similarly for TikTok as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, your FYP, right? Mm. You create mm. it based on the algorithm or something. Correct. So th- when they show you something that you don't like, you must immediately say, I'm not interested. Mm. And then you can curate your whole feed like that. Mm. Okay. Mm. So it really does help me a lot and it makes everything very enjoyable. So there was a long period of time where mm. I really didn't like social media. Mm. Okay. And in the last two years, with all these changes, it really helped so much. Mm. 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 What then motivated you to keep mm. like staying in the space during that kind of like difficult period? I feel very accountable to my audience. They grew up with me, you know, mm. and I've been doing this for like about 10 over years. Mm. Um and if I am going to be of this position of, I wouldn't say power, but more of like, to know that my, how I react to this is a testament of how I believe I should lead my life. And hopefully, you know, how, if someone else is going through the same thing, you can also stand up from it. Yep. You know, and if my story is able to make people feel a bit stronger and a bit more, you know, hopeful, yeah. then I think that my job in this industry is a lot more meaningful mm. so I really do enjoy my work it's mm. so nice especially when someone comes to you and say hey you, you know you made my day mm, yeah. simple things like that you know I'm sure you experience something yeah. like that as well mm. people telling you that you know you have inspired them mm. and I think that is the main part of the job that keeps us going I don't mm, know about you but it really is for me mm. Mm. yeah I, I never thought about it from the perspective where your kind of like response or like how you grow from it actually makes a lot of difference to like your audience, right? Mm. And the accountability thing. I thought that was a really strong point and Mm. I really think that you're really brave for that. Yeah. But I think also acknowledging the fact that you are human, you know, Mm. and there are times where you cry, Mm. you know, and maybe years down the road when you share like your lowest points, like when I'm sad, I write. Mm. So three years ago, I wrote something really like, like, dark. Mm. So now that I share it, looking back, I think a lot of people can also resonate with it. And I think similarly for you as well, yep. a lot of people resonate with like your whole journey. Yep. And through it, you know, it gives our job a lot more purpose. It, it makes does. it more purposeful. It actually really does. I just want to build on her point, right? She's really right. There are really good people out there. Mm. And these people are like sounding bored to what I'm doing and they're 
you know, like reaffirming me like, hey, okay, I'm on the right track. And whatever I share, I hope it helps you. And if it does, then that's fantastic. It keeps me going. If I listen to all the bad stuff, like I will be a forever sad person, mm. honestly. Like, But then if I look at it the other way, mm. it's like, oh my God, like, you know, we can change people's lives right from in front of our screens. Like it's crazy. Mm. Like our words, you know, they have weight. And we can have the power to change like someone's life or like how they see things differently from now on or they can learn from our experiences. Mm. Yeah. You make them feel a little less alone. Yeah. Especially on topics where they are not uh, comfortable with sharing with their friends. Mm. And I think anybody who works in this online space has more power than they actually know. Mm. Um, and it's with it, right? You learn how to properly present yourself you keep yourself accountable and that's why she said um, we are most of the time very very self-aware mm. um, might be a bit extreme sometimes because we will be extremely anxious yeah. um, but I think it all just comes like in a package with the job mm. Yeah. Mm. I want to ask a bit about the topic none of us grew up with like courses on like how to be media literate yeah. for sure like I don't have I don't remember anybody telling me like oh yeah like online you should behave in a certain way so right. sometimes when you go back and see like your older posts you're like eee cringe yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> why did I write like that <laughs> <laughs> correct like eee <laughs> very embarrassing like. but um so I think for you guys are the perfect people to kind of like come up with a handbook on like how should we mm. behave online and I'm wondering um, for the purposes of like our audience right what are some of the maybe like concrete steps that y'all can come up with for us to make this online space a bit better? Like, what do you think we can do in our own, like, personal capacities? For me, it's protecting yourself and your account, uh, meaning, like, setting up 2FA. So, 2FA is two-factor authentication. To make sure that your accounts are always protected, there's even such a thing as 3FA now, which is authenticator apps. So, did not know that. Yeah, this is to wow. triple protect your account. You know, if you see anything that really doesn't sit right, like, um, doxing attempts, like, people trying to review your location, people trying to dig up your past or dig up anything, uh, it's good to keep receipts of, like, what they've said in the case of like escalation um, to police um, to higher authorities and it's more of to support your story uh, most of the times I feel in my situations you know it's so easy to say oh it's been deleted mm. oh it's been unsent so the damage is not done mm. however like how do I hold you accountable it's through receipts mm. and it's through um, you know adding the extra layer of security that you know your words yeah taken down you want to dispute about it sure but can we like work something out she has a pdf a pdf (laughs) i have a pdf um (laughs) i have solid documentation (laughs) and also be aware of like whatever personal information you put out Mm. um things very okay things like are really simple uh that i can think of right it's like you know your running routes on adidas or nike you know people actually share their whole running routes right they don't block out the like the location that you're at it's very easy to track where you're at meaning Mm. like from end point to start point to end point oh you're running around this one so it's a pattern and then people will notice like oh you're always always running on the Tuesday night from this location to that location So I think for me, it's a lot of like a lot of fear of physical safety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, living alone, I think that really scares me. Like I cannot afford to ever put myself in a risk of danger because after all, I am one woman. Yeah. Uh, might not be able to fight men in that way or like fight other people actually, not just men, sorry. Um, so physical safety is very important to me as well as also making sure um, that your content is always you know, like protected, uh, things like that you know, don't really, like, fall out of your moral principles. Mm. For, for ladies especially, mm. or like even men, right? Yeah. Yeah. If anybody wants to stalk you and mm. find out where you live, what's yeah. your habits, yeah. all they need to do is just go into the Strava, right? 
Yes. Mm. So I think that is something that people haven't talked about, like mm. how it's actually dangerous. Mm. The whole idea of like online spaces is that like we can, or the appeal of it is that we can share everything about ourselves online, yeah. right? So your, your, your point was that don't overshare like some personal information, yeah. right? But I think for mm. a lot of young people, it's like it's appealing, you know, I want, I want mm. that, that, that guy that like I have oh. a crush on to like notice that I was here on Saturday, that kind of thing, you know? So, <laughs> but you don't know who is the misintended audience, right? So, yeah, yeah like how, how do you kind of like manage that or how do you all advise like your younger audience to be like, actually it's not that important. Like nobody cares that you are, not, not nobody cares, but it's, like, it's, not that, it's not that important, you know what I mean? I think for me, uh, Across the years, I try to backdate all my different like stories and stuff. So yeah. I don't post live anymore. Mm. So no one will know where I am at a particular point in time. Mm. But I think for the younger audience, you know, I, it, it really does help when a guy knows that you are there at the same restaurant, you know, <laughs> or the same bar as him. Or that you have like a certain hobby. Right? Common, right? Yeah, then hopefully, you know, it will just increase the chances of them meeting. Yeah, and I don't true. think that is, I think that is, something that still would be valid mm. but you need to learn how to take care of yourself for example mm. if you are posting something in like a live location make sure that you are somewhere safe mm. or you're with a friend mm. you know always make sure that you are not alone or if you want to you know let people know where you are that place needs to be a place where maybe your friend knows that you're at mm. so if anything happens your friend knows that okay you know she's there two hours ago and uh, this might be where I can start finding her. Mm. Yeah. So I think learning how to safeguard yourself at any point in time is very, very important. I make some time mm. to go to the different schools to talk to the girls. Uh, reason being, I'm just hoping that my story not would, I wouldn't say it would deter you, yeah. but more of like you need to be mindful of, okay, if I embark on this, this is what might happen. Correct. You know, and right. yeah. Media so, literacy. It is media literacy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of girls will ask like, oh, so um, so after that, like, do you just delete like all your social media platforms? Then they'll come up with questions like that. Mm-hmm. And I think they will be, they feel very empowered knowing that actually there's life beyond it. Mm. Right. You know, and there's life beyond any setback that you have. There's life beyond um, maybe like a really shameful experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think learning how to bounce back and acknowledging the fact that, yeah, I didn't do well last time and mm-hmm. made a mistake. But it's okay, it doesn't define me. What defines me is how I learn from it and where I go after. Mm. And I think talking to these girls about it just gives them this picture of like there's hope. Mm. And I think a lot of us just need to know that there's hope beyond Mm. all the terrible things that happen. And the only constant constant thing is that shit happens. And it's okay. Just reach out for help. Mm. Be humble and know that, yeah, you know, it's not great, but it will be better. Mm. So I think that has really helped me too. How do you advise these younger girls to have a bit more like self-love, right? And know that like you don't have to do these things in order to have someone else love you, right? It comes from yourself first. Mm. Yeah. But I do think that at that time, especially when you're a lot younger, you're really exploring, yeah. you know, this your sexuality, how you look, your identity, your identity yeah. and it might fluctuate from like maybe wearing very little mm. to actually like just wearing sweats the whole day, mm. Mm. you know. Um, and I think it's heavily dependent on the people that you hang out with as mm. well. But um, I think it all boils down to how you safeguard yourself, how you care for yourself, even if you want to embark on that. You know, because nowadays... Kids these days don't want you to tell them what to do. It's yeah, true. No, they really don't want it's to. true. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with like being like, I want to post a sexy photo of myself. Yeah. Like yeah. really like go ahead. It's yeah. empowering actually. Yeah, power to you. For them to explore themselves. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think they're actually heavily influenced by whatever they see as well online. Mm. So that's why they emulate the same energy. Mm. They bring it to, you know, different platforms like TikTok and Instagram. Mm. I think it's perfectly fine to be exp- 
explorative as well. Um, but like I said, like really physical safety is everything. Mm. Um, online safety is of course everything as well. Mm. Wherever you can protect yourself first, you come first in everything. Mm. Um, remember that you are the main character and you cannot forget that. <laughs> I think a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, this is what I want to share. So mm. it is up to the, the, maybe the men to know how to act. But mm. I think it, it, what they forget yeah. is that it goes hand in hand. Mm. So if you would like to share things like that, you need to know the dangers that surround you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how can you make sure that number one, they don't know where you stay. Mm. Number two, they don't know your habits. You know, mm. how you can better just protect yourself. Yeah, sure. You know, you, you, you want to explore that way. Yeah. But you need to know that you have to take responsibility of your own safety. Yeah. And it's not up to the other person to know how to act. Mm. It really goes hand in hand. Correct. I really yeah. agree. I really agree. And just want to add that it's not just men. Anybody can be Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. What is one key takeaway that you would like the audience to have from this little session of ours? If there's one word that comes to mind in terms of like how I do with the space, it's more of like being resilient. And it doesn't mean that there isn't like, like you know, there's ups and downs. Mm. But the main thing is that if you're resilient through it all, you acknowledge that you're not perfect. Mm. You know, you will share your ups and downs. You will share that, okay, I'm going to improve myself in this way or another. And it will continuously be the journey. I think that's what people actually follow as well. Mm. They follow your entire journey. You know, they grow up with you. Mm. Your followers grow up with you. You know, they, they struggle alongside you. It makes me feel less alone. Mm. And I think it keeps me going in this space. And um, as long as you're resilient, you will go far. If you're a bystander, you dropping a comment and standing up, let's say for me, mm. you know, you don't have to, but if you take the step to, it really does give me a lot of strength. Mm. You know, it makes me feel less alone, um, especially in this digital, digital space. Like if you can just leave a comment saying, hey, that's not cool. Mm. Or you just leave, hey, actually, you know, I'm rooting for you. Mm. Like you don't know how far this comment is going to go in terms of like helping me mm. um, maybe like survive the day survive this entire period and I think we all need a bit more of that yeah mm. we need mm. more like cheerleaders like mm. I think everyone can be each other's cheerleaders just yeah. whether we choose or not correct yeah. be that person right correct I was just mm. sorry just gonna add no, that like okay. I think a lot of times people are like now we're very scared of getting like cancelled and stuff oh, right, yeah. right so like we see something that maybe we don't agree with online mm. but we like I don't want to say because I'm scared mm. that like somebody will call me up correct mm. Mm. yeah so I think for me my main takeaway is to you know use the social media space as vibrantly as as positively as you can um, you know I love conversations online like I really love um, debating about things you know like how you know how 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 COVID has affected all of us you know it's like a support system yet forum yet debate area all in the same place and I think that um, conversations like this like gives me life like really all these like you know, critical thinkers are coming up together and uh, discussing on like real issues or even, even you know, simple as girls bonding over guys or like talking about uh, any small thing, like exactly what you guys do on Something Private Pod as well. All these gives me life. Like, it should be that way. Mm. It is a better place, but it's up to us ultimately to control the space and to, mm. you know, whether we want to value at it or we want to bring it down. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I think the power is really in our hands and mm. we just need to be aware of this power. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, you build a community that you want and just just be vocal, mm. be a cheerleader, yeah. you know? And yeah. it will really go far. Cool. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks for yeah, having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs>